What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHO Bulls Post Game. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join me with my guys, Big Dave. Bow. BWL Sports. Will to go golly. Will underscore golly is his handle. And filling in for Joseph tonight, our pal producer, Kevin Wells on the controls. Let's go. Bulls get the win over the Hornets. 119-112 is the final. It's a win. I don't know if I've ever enjoyed a Bulls victory less than that one. You have. Just being bluntly honest with y'all right now, that was garbage. Mm-hmm. That was garbage basketball against garbage basketball. Mm-hmm. The Bulls, I think, went scoreless in the final near four minutes of that game. Three minutes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Just just trash. Absolute trash. You need overtime to be that joke of a half a squad? Mm-hmm. Wow. Just, you know what? I know it's a win, but that needed to happen. Did it? Why are we doing this? Why? Why are God, they winning? That was that was the least fun win I've ever watched. Oh man, <laughs> it was trash. You a Bears fan saying that? Least fun win? Bulls really? win. Oh, least fun Bulls win. Gotcha. All right, all right. Least fun Bulls win. Uh, yeah, I just like winning. Winning's always fun to me. So yeah, I'd rather take a win and look like pure shit than take a loss and look like pure shit. Because instead of that one hat throw, it's gonna be a trillion hat throws in a loss. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. You know it. I've watched this movie. <laughs> I know how this go. But I will take the win every single time because as the great hermit was told us, you play to win the game. That's what I'm here for, and that's what we're here to do. It wasn't pretty at all. At all. It was bad. Oh, my goodness. But you walked away with a victory because I promise you going to overtime and walking away with a loss against them, that, no. No, absolutely not. You had to come away with that victory against the man. But however you can get it, come hell or high water, you had to walk away with a victory. And they did that. Wasn't great. Didn't look good. Didn't inspire anything at all. But, well, maybe a hat throw from that. But I'll take the victory. And you move on. Winning ugly. You st- ugly wins still get dates, man. <laughs> we still get dates. It's, it's just a matter of how you feel about this team, where they are and where they're headed. To enjoy an ugly win or to not enjoy an ugly win. Well, yeah, I'm a Bulls fan, so so am my I. team wins. <laughs> I'm, but I'm saying my team wins. I'm going to be happy they got a win. Like, and I was talking in pregame about how I'm terrified that at least mediocre record in January will prevent this front office from doing a goddamn thing mm-hmm. and letting another transfer window just walk on by. Mm-hmm. Zach don't want to be here. Don't seem like it. <laughs> so that trade's <sighs> happening. So that window, trust me, that window will not go on by without that young man going out of it. So you'll be fine. The, that trade will happen, but in the meantime, I gotta win. I guess I'll, I'll take How do you the feel, one Will? happy about getting a W. I'll take it. I mean, I really do not enjoy watching the Hornets play basketball, mm-hmm. but uh, the Bulls did win, and I thought they had some good moments throughout that game. Kobe was really good. Um, I just tweeted out a video of some of the finishes that he had. Like, I was just noticing he was finishing off the glass in like really creative ways today. Um, and just it's good to see, even with Zach back in the lineup, him continue to be ball dominant and to be really an efficient score. He had 27 points on 10 of 19 shooting, mm-hmm. um, made a couple threes. So it's like back to just a normal good offensive night from him. It's not going to be like a nine for nine three point shooting night or a zero for 15 mm. stretch. Um, I just want like creative, consistent basketball from Kobe. Sure. Um, so that was good. But yeah, I mean, I just 
I think the Bulls are kind of firmly in the middle. They got to continue to take care of business against these bad teams, but that's where they are. That's the reality of it. And middle um, I don't see, I don't see a way up or down, frankly. I mean, even if like, I think Dave, you're operating from an assumption of like, Zach doesn't want to be here. The Bulls don't want Zach to be here. So he's going to get traded. Yeah. I'm not so sure just because I feel like the market around the league is just not really conducive to Zach getting traded. Like mm-hmm. if they do, like, would, would they have to throw a pick at a team to take on that contract? I mean, mm-hmm. it just feels like that's kind of the, the place where it's getting. And at that point, to me, just keep them. Yeah, I think as we get closer to the deadline, uh, I think that's when you'll start seeing how – I don't want to say desperate, but that's the only word I could think of. Yeah. You'll start seeing that's how desperate teams are to make a move and to make changes. Lakers are kind of getting in that situation. They're close. Uh, right about now. Um, Sacramento has already told you who they've made available. Um, for the, for their team, so they're not in that same realm with the Lakers, but they're they're almost getting there. So, just as it continues to go on, I think you'll see uh, more and more of that. And just again, depending on how Zach plays, but I haven't seen it. Not I haven't seen anything, and it's only been two games, obviously. But I haven't seen anything for me to not believe that he's still not going to be traded. Like it still just feels like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm out of here. You know, this is going to happen. Um, you can see it in the way he's kind of playing, oh, yeah. you know, that you can tell it that way, like just extra passive, you know, <laughs> like not even in the, within the confines of the system passive, just, oh, that's a wide open shot, nah, <laughs> you know, nah, 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 I'm gonna do that right there. He's trying to, you know, do his thing and find his way in, but you see him hanging out more in the corner now uh, during these stretches. Again, the DeMar DeRozan stretch where he had the ball four straight times, which was crazy, by the way. But he had the ball four straight times um, in that fourth quarter during that three-minute stretch where they couldn't score. Uh, Zach was just chilling, you know, kind of in the corner on on those. East, I think he took one three uh, in that scenario, but everything was going through DeMar DeRozan, and Zach wasn't trying to make himself readily available uh, to be a guy that could be taking those shots. I mean, I, I guess you have to give Zach some modicum of credit for trying to observe, like, very – easily observable trying to place a, a more team brand of basketball and not force himself to get X amount of touches, X amount of shots up. Sure. I mean, he still appears to be a bit rusty with his shot. He was just two of nine tonight. Um, and you know, only taking nine shots and scoring nine points on those nine shots in 36 minutes mm-hmm. off the bench. It's like, you know, that, that worry, uh, hypothetically that you just tossed out will a minute ago of like, if the bulls are still very, set on moving Zach, and he's set on them moving him. You're talking about a guy coming back from a month-long injury absence and trying to show some kind of value mm-hmm. to a team. Like, okay, yeah, credit to Zach. He did also distribute a little bit tonight. He made some nice passes. Mm-hmm. Um, after he hit um, that tough step back three, he had a nice drive and dish on the next possession. Like, mm-hmm. you saw some of it, but that's that's not – in my, in my opinion, anyway, enough to convince some team out there that what they need to go out and get right now before the deadline passes is Zach Levine. Sure. Well, they're also just not playing to his strengths at all. That's like, he's, he's, to me, yes, he maybe is trying to overpass a little bit in order to fit in, but, like, they're not utilizing any of Zach's strengths. It seems like they've already kind of moved on without him, and he's just still there. Yeah. Like, he's still <laughs> just kind of hanging around until – they like actually move him off the roster. Um, they, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like they're really putting him in a position to succeed at all. He he's shooting 
you know, spot up threes. Like mm. he's a rhythm player. He's an isolation yeah. scorer. They got to yeah. like, if they want him to look good, they, they need to feature him a little bit he's more. A peacock. He's got to fly. But at the same time, if you feature him, then you're just going back to the way that you used to play. So it's a, tr- it's a tricky situation for the Bulls to navigate as they do this. But it just seems like this, this thing is like not helping itself resolve at all. Cause they're trying to move on without him, but he's still there. Yeah. Uh, and again, like you said, it's, it's two games. I think you'll have more time to figure that stuff out about how, you know, you get him uh, more acclimated to the team and him not actually forcing being passive, but just actually doing it. Uh, also, his defense has been much, much better. I'll, I'll he has say been, that as yeah. Well. Multiple Very people in the comments uh, mentioning Zach's quality defense oh, cool. tonight. Okay. Like, since he returned in the, you know, these couple of games, his defense on the whole has looked solid. Yeah. Uh, Rocky showed in the comments specifically pointing out that stop he had one-on-one against Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. In a, in, I think it was the, the Hornets' last possession of regulation that could have been the game-winning possession. Yes. Zach defended Terry pretty well on that one. He did. He did. He did a, he did a good job of that. I was laughing because when Will was saying, like, a team that's just moved on, I was just thinking of a guy who, like, graduated high school. Like years ago, shows up at one of the high school he's parties. McConaughey, yeah, exactly. And Dazed and confused, exactly, exactly. He's exactly. got a little, you know, soft pack of smoke just rolled up in his white tee. <laughs> it's like, dude, what are you here for? Six year super senior, just right. still hanging around, still hanging around. You know what I mean? Like, just still there. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. <laughs> yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> but that's yeah, man. Like, I think just as it goes on, just trying to find his rhythm and find himself. Same with Vooch, I think. Uh, but Vooch has kind of found – I thought he found a better rhythm with, with uh, the starting unit tonight, especially in that fourth quarter and in that overtime. I thought they played off him pretty well, uh, getting him the ball, letting him make the extra pass, and then making the pass off of that. Um, that's the Vooch that I remember them using, um, taking those bunnies in the lane, those hooks, you know, and those things like that, not hitting them. <laughs> <laughs> but then he started scoring as, later on, especially in that overtime. He was solid in the overtime. Uh, I'm going to give him that for sure. Um, but, yeah, like, he, he kind of found his rhythm and found his way. I think Zach, as you mentioned, is just a guy you who is not used to being in the system, but I don't want to say he's hard and, like, I am the system or nothing like that, but he's used to doing more uh, within it. So I think he'll find his way, but it's just going to take him definitely more time. And he's coming off the bench, something he definitely – I don't and care what he said. I don't think he likes it <laughs> coming off the bench, yeah. but he understands it. Well, and, and that's the other interesting thing. And look, for a while, the Bulls bench was getting worked because the team was so shorthanded. Yeah. While Zach was out and while Vooch was out, and you, then you lose Tory Craig, you miss Caruso for a hu- couple of games in there. Pat's out for a couple of games in there. And so, suddenly, Billy's bench is pretty thin. Yeah. Now, in the last couple of games, the Bulls bench has still gotten worked, but their bench features 30-plus minutes from Levine and Vooch. Yeah. Like, the entire Bulls uh, bench was in, in the net negatives tonight. Vooch was a minus nine, Zach a minus five among them. Whereas your entire starting lineup, even Pat, who played limited minutes uh, and finished as a plus two, but, I mean, DeMar was a, even uh, DeMar's ugly hero ball in the down the stretch in the fourth quarter. DeMar ended up being a plus 14. Drummond was a plus 16. Caruso, 17. And Kobe, 11. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, you... you said in one of our recent chats that of course the assumption is that billy will before too long just put zach and vooch back into the starting lineup because that seems like the default decision to make yeah do you still think that that is the right decision and i've seen some people in our comments saying like like drummond and vooch both put up big numbers tonight but drummond looked better 
Mm. Like, what, what do you make of that and the fact that Billy still has this sort of everyone assuming he's going to make this flip of who's coming off his bench and who's starting, but it doesn't look very pretty. To me, Drummond is like a specialist in the way that you have like a microwave scorer coming off the bench or a 3 and D wing, but he's like he's a rebounder and that's kind of it. Like that's what he does. And he gets a lot of putbacks as a result of it. And he has games where he has, you know, huge production like today when he had 21 points on 9 of 12 shooting, uh, 15 rebounds, 5 offensive. Like that's a, that's a monster game Oof. in 23 minutes. I would be stunned if uh, Vooch was not back in the starting lineup at some point. I mean, he played 30 tonight. Mm-hmm. I know they're trying to keep him down on minutes, but he played all of overtime. Um, and obviously that is an extra five minutes. So, you know, 25 minutes mm-hmm. without the overtime period, that's kind of, I think, the range where they wanted him. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be back. I would be very surprised if he was not back in the starting lineup. And I think that's the way it should be. Like, the offense runs better with him. It just does. Um, he's able to make plays. Like, you saw that back cut pass to Caruso for the layup. Like, he, he's, Drummond's not doing that stuff, and it's not a knock on Drummond. He's right. really good at what he does, and he's better at that stuff than Vooch is. But there's a certain style that the Bulls are trying to play, and they need Vooch in order to do that. Yeah. Do you think some of this also can be situational? Um, like, whatever team they're playing, like, even in the fourth quarter, like Billy saying, oh, okay, you know what, Drum, I'm going to roll with you on this one. Because – Sometimes with Billy, it doesn't feel like it's situational. It just feels like I'm going with Vooch, period. Well, I, yeah, I think he, it should be that way. Um, mm. I think Vooch is a much better defender. The way he executes to his scheme, like Drummond gets some steals. Like he gets these flashy plays that make it seem like he's really good at playing defense overall, but it's just <laughs> that he got that flashy play. And I think it's easy for a lot of people to gravitate towards that. But like they're, they were top five defense last year Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to do that in general it's really really hard to do that if you have a weak defensive center so Vooch was doing something right he was executing to the scheme and they need him to be out there doing that I think he does not get enough credit for just being like a jack of all trades he may not be a master of any but like he's really good at a lot of different stuff and the Bulls kind of need him to steady the ship while he's out there but they also have a great backup center like I just I don't understand why it has to be like, oh, Drum's now like edging him out for the starting job. Like, no, mm-hmm. he's just a good backup center. And he played 23 minutes tonight. That's that's a lot. I think it's because the the chemistry of it feels different with, with Drummond out there uh, with the team. Like, it's good. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying because I, I do agree with you in, in the end. I, I do agree with yeah. you. But – I don't think I think I'm doing it a disservice if I didn't acknowledge how they look with Drummond out there, and this, it's a different vibe and it's a different feel that feels normal to them. And some of those players, like some of those guys, are not used to a dynamic center like Vooch. Some of them are used to pick, roll, ball, score, you know. And you see that with Demar Derozan. Like I've watched him several times run that pick and roll. He knows here comes Drummond. Like I've seen Drummond get more alley oops. You know what I mean? Because they understand it better. Like, that's a simple, easy play for you right there. Boom, that's a oop. Um, it, feel, they, it feels sometimes it feels more comfortable for them. And they know when they get it inside, just as far as him being a bully with his size, not that he's a better scorer or has more skill than Vooch inside, but it just feels more simplistic. And sometimes I think they need a 2 plus 2 equals 4 instead of doing, you know, algebra, you know? And algebra's better, clearly, <laughs> you know what I mean? But addition still works, 
And it feels like on some of those occasions for some of those players, it just works better sometimes with, with drumming. That's why I was asking about it situationally sometimes because the players, I think, will dictate which one of those guys should be out there when. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Billy shouldn't be flexible and open to different ideas. Um, I've just heard Billy talk about it and, like, even just, like, in the way that he says it sometimes. Like, Drummond gets a little excited out there when he's, like, <laughs> trying to contain the ball up to touch. Like, I just don't think he really trusts him at that same level. That part um, right there, yep. And if we're being frank, like, there's about David, a $15 million dollar a year difference in mm. what else is going on. And you're not paying Vooch. Like, I just think that would cause problems. Like, Drummond, to his credit, has really accepted a bench role. Like, that's a tough transition to be a guy who – starts and plays 35 minutes a game for the first 10 years of his career on the Pistons, has a ton of success in the box mm-hmm. score at the very least, and now has to accept being a you know limited minute backup five. That's just that's a tough and thing to do. He and seems to be to doing for an admirable job accepting that role. Yeah. You know who hasn't been asked to accept that role at any point in his career yet? Vooch. Mm. Who's your starter? Who's making 20? Mm. I, it, I think it would open up all kinds of cans of worms if Billy were to make a bold move like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll get into more uh, thoughts on tonight's Bulls win over the Hornets. Bulls Even win. if it was ugly, it still counts the same in the win-loss columns. It definitely Yay. does. Yes, it does. Uh, we'll get to more of y'all's thoughts as well. Throw us some more while we're uh, taking this quick ad break. And you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching mm-hmm. along on YouTube. Make sure you also... Subscribe to CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Tonight's CHGO Bulls post game brought to you by our friends at Circa. Mm. I'm uh, still holding out hope for Washington to make this an interesting second half. I mean, 17-10. It looked for a minute like Michigan was going to run away with it. It definitely did. So my my bets are still alive. All right. Make your bets at Circa for whatever is going on. Mm. NFL wildcard weekend coming up. Plenty of NBA action in the middle of a jam-packed NBA season. Of course, Circa has the wonderful <clears throat> tight hold model and tight, tight, tight. <laughs> tight, tight, tight. and the tight money line splits. Uh, they always strive to have those lines uh, out of the gate at minus 110 odds, rarely pushing them to minus 115 and minus 120, which many of those other sports bettors do often. Circa also keeps as little money as possible on those large market bets like NBA futures, for example. You think you know who's going to the NBA title? The best place to get the best value on those kind of bets is at Circa. They encourage bettors to, of course, download and explore not only their Circa Sports Illinois app, but any sports betting apps that are available to us these days. And we know that y'all know there are several of them. Circa's convinced that more often than not, you'll find the best values, the best odds, the best user experience, and they know without a doubt you will find the best customer service mm-hmm. at Circa. Real people behind the Circa Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike those other sports books who use the dreaded chatbots that no one wants to deal with. <laughs> Just like overtime between the Bulls and Hornets, no one wants chatbots. So Circa isn't going to make you use them. Just like Circa wouldn't have made you watch that Hornets-Bulls overtime. Mm. They're too nice. Uh, download the Circus Sports Illinois app at circusports.com slash Illinois app to sign up today. Uh, if you or someone you know may have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. 
getting it right and getting it tight. That's what it's all about in the new year hey, for hey. a lot of people. Getting it correct, having your core right. Like my man K-Dove over there, like he's going skiing. He's got to keep that core right and tight when he's running down that hill and hopefully not falling and tumbling and doing those things. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, that's the key. That's the that's key. key. Got to stay on those skis, sir. Got to stay right on them. First what, time. Is there another name for the skis? Like a cool name, like Sticks or something like that? I don't know. Should, know, should find that well, out. Well, you, you ski, I don't know. Right? I don't think so. Uh, uh-huh. Snowboard. <laughs> is that, that's different. Yes, it is. Okay. A little bit, a little bit. What about the uh, cross-country skis? Are those the same kind of skis that are downhill skis, or are different they different? Different kind of skis. Different kind of skis. Yeah, it got to be different a different type skis. of wax on there, probably. Oh, now we're getting into waxes. I, I Cross country are like different type of aerodynamics. <laughs> they're like maybe. super narrow and like pretty thick. Uh-huh. You got to like bounce on the snow a little bit, whereas mm. like downhill skis are pretty wide. Interesting. Yeah. Well, to do all these things, you need to be writing in shape. And the place you can do that at is the Midtown Athletic Club. They got <laughs> that's where we were going. That's where we were going, Matt. You see how I do things? That's a lovely tangent. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> Palatine in the Northwest <laughs> Suburbs, Bannockburn in the North Shore, Willow Brook in the Southwest Suburbs, and the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. It is Matt Peck's sister approved. And also, guys, the Midtown Palatine has launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete early uh, this year, just in time to get your New Year's resolutions going. A couple of y'all probably stopped. A couple of y'all probably still rolling with it. But Midtown Athletic Club is going to let you know, you ain't got to stop. Keep it going. Midtown is offering no initiation fees this January. So no initiation fees at their Bannockburn, Palatine, and Willowbrook locations. They got something for everybody, single people, families with kids, people looking to make lifestyle changes, holistic wellness, all of it covered. And over 100 classes per week are included with that membership that you're going to get and love. Yoga, boxing, spinning, cycling, cross training, group fitness, high intensity interval training, all of it. The tennis courts, which Carm just raves about all the time. He says if you sign up, find him on them courts, and he give you that work. He's serious about this stuff out here, indoor and outdoor. Professional quality all of the way. That is what Midtown Athletic Club is all about. So head over to midtown.com, C-H-G-O, and find out more and to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. Sweat it out. Got a quick little breaking news. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just you saw that. that. I was going to bring it, it up. Yeah, yeah, um, it. Come on with it. Just coming across my screen. Memphis Grizzly star John Morant undergoing season-ending shoulder surgery. Uh, well, you know, from a Bulls fan's perspective, the Bulls have the Grizz coming up not too far from now on their schedule. They sure do. We were talking in pregame about how that suddenly is a tougher test. Yeah. Because Ja had them playing better after his return from suspension. He did. That is just really unfortunate. Yeah, January 20th. Um, <laughs> right, man. That's, that's tough, man. I mean, he, tough for he, people serves, those he serves his suspension. He comes back. And, I mean, like, even in his first game back, just goes crazy, jaw. Yes, he did. Game-winning bucket uh-huh. on an incredible drive. Yep. He's you know all of a sudden revives this pre you know um, previously dead Grizzlies team that were just stuck in the basement of the standings while mm-hmm. he was out. Mm-hmm. Man, that is awful news. It's awful, man, and it's stuff we think about and have discussed talking about John Morant and these injuries just by the way that he plays. 
Like, it just was like, bro, how long is this going to be sustainable, you know, for him to be, you know, just super athletic like that, but just throwing his body uh, into people. And I'm sure, like, that's the only way he knows, you know, and knows how to play. And that's what got him to where he is, you know, at this point in time. But honestly, man, it was just like, dude, we kind of felt like this was going to start happening to him, man. And it sucks because he's so good. And I want to see him out there playing, but... Man, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a new kind of form he has to learn. And and I think having a guy like Derrick Rose there who who was like that for sure is 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 a great thing to have that can kind of discuss how to change a game. Yeah, I mean that suspension and the Steven Adams injury and the Brandon Clark yeah. injury, just yeah. the season has felt really kind of lost for the Grizzlies in a lot of ways. I know they're playing a lot better since Ja came back. I think they won four in a row, lost four in a row, and yeah. then won a couple more. Um, but still ten games under five hundred. They're five and a half games out of the 10th seed with three teams ahead of them. So it's just, I don't want to say a lost season, but it just felt like it was going to be really hard to overcome that kind of a hole. We know how good of a a group they have and how talented they are and how effective they can be together when healthy. And so hopefully they'll be back next year. Maybe you add a high draft pick now in with this group. So um, yeah, just, just a really tough blow. You always want to see like the best young players in the league, out there competing, yeah, and um, yeah, just tough for Ja. It's tough, man, and the city. Yeah, uh, wishing the best. Hopefully, you know, surgery goes fine, and he can have the rest mm-hmm. of the season, off season, to to rehab and you know come back just as strong next season. But yeah, just it's just a real blow, not just for him and for for the Grizzlies, but for the NBA. I mean, Ja's incredibly entertaining seriously man um my favorite shout out to uh, a handful of bulls fans it sound like um we're at the whatever the hell they call the hornets arena uh <laughs> down in, center uh there you go in charlotte tonight chris, chris davis saying it was the first time seeing his bulls in person uh down in nc uh one of our regulars in the comments 828 lawson saying enjoyed watching the young bull in person for the first time right that on. boy kobe right on and uh somebody uh Somebody was also just talking about um, Terry Rozier in the comments. I missed where it went. Oh, Lord AO, how did Terry score 39? I was there, and he was at 40 out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Bulls Nation, a well-traveling fan base. We know this. We've yeah. always known this. Yeah. doesn't matter where you know what stadium they're in. The broadcast can always cut to and find dozens of Bulls fans, especially in a very empty Hornets Arena, uh, like it was tonight. Stacy said it was pumping in sound, man. Um, but, yeah, and I mean, like, not only did Terry drop in 39, but he was stuck on 39 mm-hmm. for like the final couple minutes regulation and then all of overtime. But yeah, I do, it was just Terry Rozier and a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, a lot of creative players uh, out there tonight um, that I just, they're called, I can't count how many times I say who? Smith Jr., but not that Smith yeah, Jr., but right. a different but, Smith but Jr. A different Smith Jr., not that Smith Jr., but the other Smith Jr. Uh, the guy whose name makes it sound like he's like a. Uh, female folk singer from the 90s, McGowan's or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Boom, roasted. Yes, boom. (laughs) But it was like that. Like, a lot of these players I just didn't know. And I don't think a lot of people knew. But they played well, like, especially from the three-point line. Like, they were hitting their threes and keeping that game close, like like we all saw. But, man, yeah, it was just a lot of players I didn't know, don't have the honor or pleasure of knowing. Uh, but they got another game coming up against them uh, at the end of the month. So yeah, they better get to know <laughs> because you almost lost in this game. 
to this uh, undermanned team, man. I don't know what it is with both of these undermanned teams. Like, you know, Cleveland is another one, undermanned, and they ran them out the gym. Mm-hmm. And these two games against Charlotte were not, were not blowouts by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't know what it is, but that's interesting. But, yeah, I, I didn't know they were. Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't familiar with your game. <laughs> but, but, yeah, man, but I'll take the win over over this team because they're still in the NBA. So I'll, I'll take the W. Um, shout out to Jamal in the comments who said, love what you guys do. I think Levine is playing well enough to get traded. I don't know if I agree. Um, <laughs> if the Warriors get desperate, would you want CP3 and Kaminga, or would you prefer a t- trade from Sacramento? Yes. Or Atlanta. Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento, probably. All, you know, they, uh, basically, you know, the whole, like, Barnes and Herder trade package that yeah. Bulls fans have talked about is, like, being offered up everywhere right now, apparently. Correct. Correct. Um, but no, CP3? You, you mean, like, the, the oh, 85-year-old point guard with a broken wrist, CP3? Here we go. No, I, no, no thank you. <laughs> All right. No, thank you. Even Kaminga's if it cleared out $30 million idea. of cap space so you could re-sign DeMar DeRozan and Patrick Williams and run it back one more time? I'm so depressed. Will. Three? <laughs> no. Hitting them below the belt. Man. No. No. Um. <laughs> no. What about this trade, man? You guys were talking about Drummond like ten minutes ago. Yeah. There's going to be teams calling on him, no doubt. I mean, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. You, what are you moving him for? Anything? Play? I mean, Bulls want players, but are you moving him for anything at this point? Well, but you want to hang on to him and keep what, keep What would games? the Bulls move him for? Yeah. Good well, question. Or what, would, what would you move him for? Draft capital. Draft. I don't think or, or, you, you or think maybe he's a young rounder? player who, like, you know, has potential, needs a change of scenery, et cetera. I, I do not care about wins between now and April. To me, that is missing the boat. You are focusing on the wrong shit if you're making trades between now and the deadline that are going to try and help you move from 10th to 9th between now and the regular season finale um, in April. Excuse me, they're already 9th. Okay. Get that right. Sorry. By a half game. Son. That's called if you're making right trades before the deadline right. <laughs> with the goal of staying at ninth and not falling to tenth. I don't think oh, that's the goal God. to stay at ninth. To get a little higher. And you got a lot of time to do it. So keep winning. That's all you can do. Keep winning. Keep playing. Keep going. Look at that. I don't wanna. <laughs> no, I don't. I legit hate this team so much right now. <laughs> like I, I love the Bulls, and I will forever love the Bulls. I am cursed. I am a lifelong Bulls fan. I will be a lifelong Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. But like right now, I hate this team. I hate where they are. Mm-hmm. I hate what I am afraid that they are going to do slash not do mm-hmm. in the next month before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And a overtime win over a joke of a Hornets team does not make me feel any better about it. If you already hate them, why would, why would anything make you feel better about it? You're going to be mad regardless, so mm-hmm. just be mad. Thank I'm going to be over here. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. Be I mad. Will, I will be. That's cool, man. <laughs> I'm going to be over here saying Bulls win. Let's get another uh, win, play the next game. I mean, silver lining, Kobe. Kobe. Dear sweet Kobe. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know uh, our one of our regulars, P-Will supporters, been sounding off in the comments mad about Patrick Williams playing a very limited number of minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I, what did you see from Pat tonight? Because I saw nothing special. Yeah. Uh, it started off okay. <laughs> and then it was like, it was, it was one of those games that I'm used to, Pat, which is not a compliment. I mean, when I forget that he's there. 
Yeah. And it was one of those games. I was just like, oh, yeah, Pat's on the team. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's out here. It was annoying <laughs> uh, doing it like that. I want more from Pat. Um, he makes these moves, and he, he just doesn't have a finishing move when he gets to the bucket, you know? Like, he made a great Euro step. It was a one-on-three fast break, and he made a great Euro step. And it was like, oh, that was a great move. And then he tries to lay it up. Now, the play is to go up with a dunk because you're huger than everyone. <laughs> you're supposed to go up and try to slam it on these dudes. No, went up with this little lay-in. Didn't go in. So I'm trying to put up a reverse. It was like, I don't know what that was. Like, like I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it was. It's but timid. Timid. It's the that, same thank you. That's timid the word. bullshit That's the that word. we see from Pat That's regularly. The and then we occasionally see those explosive moments. Yeah. And you're like, then, you know, why do you go up like Oliver Twist to the basket sometimes? <laughs> Yo. please, please, sir. Would you, would you mind if I score? Please, sir. Well God done. Daily, use your muscles. Well done. <laughs> Please, sir. That was awesome. Do you mind if I shoot now? That was awesome, man. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to be, I just wanted to feel it more uh, from him. What did he? Twenty-two minutes? Is that what he played tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, it just, I didn't feel him out there against a squad that doesn't have a lot to stop him, and it feels like the only person stopping him is usually him. So it just didn't feel like. You know, he was out there. And I don't like saying that shit at all. I like talking about Pat glowingly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I enjoy speaking yeah. about Patrick Williams glowingly, Same. bro. Like, it's fun for me to talk about him like that. But he started fast and then just kind of fizzled out a little bit. I mean, he had six shots. And I think he had three of those in the first quarter. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I want to see more. I feel I'm saying the same things about him. I would like to see more from him, uh, more aggression, and it's okay for him to miss and to fail, but it just has to be aggressive for me to do it. Yeah, I think that's that's all very fair. I mean, six field goal attempts did not really feel like he was out there at times. I think I even said, like, at the second quarter, oh, yeah, Pat, You're right. Pat's did. back in yeah, the game. Yeah. forgot about him. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he does – it's like he's doing the same stuff well. He's struggling with the other same stuff, and – even if you have like slow incremental growth or just are kind of flatlining, yeah. if you're good, that's fine. And he is kind of flatlined in the things that he's good at. And when I say flatlining, I mean he's dead. He's just like <laughs> consistently the same as a defender. He's consistently the same as the spot-up three-point shooter. Um, but I just I haven't really seen him take any steps. I, he had a, a month there where he looked a lot better. He was scoring the ball more. And even before Zach came back, I think he started to – decline a little bit again mm-hmm. um and he's got plenty of opportunities just not really a score and i just i think that's okay mm, i think that's all right yeah i mean he doesn't need to be like a 25 point per game kind of guy i think it would be great if he could get up to 15 but well, like he will support in the comments is really excited about a small sample size of games where he was averaging 15 and five boards mm-hmm. so yeah you know, that was that. great and great. now he's He's back to great eight to ten points, and if cool. he can stay at fifteen, that would be ideal. Yeah, but he's just that's what he's got to do. Eight points, five rebounds uh, for him tonight. In those and and look two minutes to, to at least play somewhat of a defender of P Wheel supporter in a comment. Sure. Whose P Wheel takes are out of control. Shout out, love you. Um, there, it, look, and I, I am not saying. 
that I agree with the very common narrative among Bulls fans that the reason P. Will hasn't developed and blossomed is because DeMar and Vooch and Zach, you know, this vet trio are getting all the touches and all, all the offenses flowing through to him, and he doesn't, he doesn't have the room to improve. He doesn't have the opportunity. I'm not saying I agree with that, but if the Bulls actually were to call a spade a spade and be like, well, what should we prioritize for the rest of the season? Should we prioritize maybe trying to move from ninth to seventh? Or should we prioritize maybe still being competitive but shifting the focus of who and what this team is about. Because it, like, you cannot deny that when Patrick Williams is asked to do more on this team, we see him do more on this mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about a guy, as you just mentioned, with a contract decision this offseason, I know if P. Will is going to stick around, I'd feel a hell of a lot better about it if I get more of the sample size of a guy who can get you closer to 15 or 16 uh, and, and, you know, some boards, hopefully more, per game than the absent ballot one that we see a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, one, when you see Zach leave, I think I can bring that uh, discussion back. When Zach is traded, like, because he'll have, you know, more room, more time, more everything on the floor. But to I do actually don't know if that's do. true because they're trading. They want to trade for players for help now. Like, there, there's a chance that they could bring in, they chip out Zach, who's not been playing, and you right. bring in, Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes. But neither of them are going to start. Mm. Who's Herter starting over? Uh, who's, who's starting at two with Zach out? It's going to be Caruso. They're not going to put Caruso on the bench for Herter. I feel like Kobe, Herter, DeMar, Barnes, Vooch is not. It's not a bad lineup, but I don't I think, think they would, it would be. I don't think they would put Caruso on the bench for that. They Unless want, Caruso They want wants to manage to. Caruso's minutes, though. They want him to play. They'll close with him. Yeah, yeah but it's like even today. Like, didn't he start? He started today, right? He did. Like, but two starters were on the bench today. Yeah, true, true indeed, true indeed. But I don't know if they would do. That. I don't know. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see them putting. I just Herter don't think out there. Putting Caruso done, on the bench for Herder. Nothing that they've done in the past three years has been a move that prioritizes the development of the young players. Mm-hmm. Like they're not focused on Patrick's growth. They're focused on winning games. What and about Kobe though? Kobe came in. He's starting. And has played really well because Zach's been out. Like, mm-hmm. I think – but there was never – it was never like, all right, Kobe, here's the runway. Now right. you go take it. It was, Kobe, earn the job. Let's give it to him because that's what's going to help us win. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the, the mentality for yeah. in all decisions. Is, is earn the job. Is what will be – what on the floor puts us in the best position to win? To win. Got you. And it's because he earned the job. Got you. Got you. Like Io and how he got his the starting yeah. lineup. Got you. 10-4. Uh, but Harrison Barnes ain't starting over nobody in that starting lineup. We'll see. Who you who you putting on the bench? I think they DeMar? would start. I like, for sure think they the would start him at, at the four. You I would think put it would be Harrison Barnes over Patrick? You mean? Yeah, wow. I think I think for sure it would be. People's I think for sure having a heart attack. Like, oh, <laughs> not on board with the Barnes starting <laughs> over Pat idea. Interesting. I think it would for sure be Kobe Herder, Demar, Barnes, Vooch, because they want. Veteran players out there. They want mm-hmm. to compete now. And yeah. not saying Patrick wouldn't be a big part of the rotation, but, I mean, what we've been talking about with Patrick for a long time is, like, putting him in a position where he has more opportunity. Coming off the bench is going to be that. And I think if you get a couple of guys in there who shoot and move the ball, like, that's going to make him look better. But my point is, now you're bringing in an additional power forward. You haven't mm-hmm. moved Caruso. Troy Craig's coming back. You still have Patrick. That's a big 
crowded power forward room. Yeah. It's big and crowded. Big and crowded. Big and crowded, baby. Just how I like it. My life. Hey, people. <laughs> people's border. No need, no need for name calling. No need for name calling. He's yelling a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, also, he's upset, man. He's upset. Also, he's real upset. Uh, if it was up to CHGO, Javon would be the uh, point guard and Kobe would be in San Antonio. None of that is true. He also said that he wills the best defender on the team. Man, like, come on. Uh, okay, they no. have a first team all defensive. Yeah. You have a first team all defense guy, but according to P. Will's supporter Alex Caruso is trash and overrated. So there's that. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, you can't be first team all defense and then say I'm a better defender. One of them is that, and one of them is not. I don't. Uh, okay, let's let's quickly take our second break. We'll come back to wrap up. A few more thoughts. We'll get to y'all's super chats, and of course, it is a win. Yeah. So we've got an Empire Goon of the Night to get it. Speaking of which, tonight's show brought to you by Empire yeah. Today. With Empire, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire is the best place to get new, new flooring. We all know this. You know this. So, of course, they have copycats amongst their would-be, wannabe competitors. But Empire can't be beaten on quality. They can't be beaten on service, not speed. So all competitors can try to do mm-hmm. is just throw out some... Basement level pricing on mm. trash flooring products mm. that Empire doesn't even bother to carry in their stock of options because it's flooring that they wouldn't put in their home. So they're not going to ask you to put it in yours. Mm-mm. What they leave out of their selection is just as important as what they put into it. Their virtual floor designer is also a great tool you can use very easily. Just snap a picture and see how different flooring options can look in different spaces in your home. Mm-hmm. So you can see it with your decor, with your lighting, uh, all that good stuff. They also service their own warranty. So if there is an issue of any kind, just call Empire. They will sort service the warranty themselves. No tracking down manufacturers and third or fourth degree of separation Kevin Bacon phone numbers. None of that. Whoa. <laughs> Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners to CHO Bulls can receive $350 off. That's right. I said $350 off. When you use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. Uh, Kevin? What time is it? It's game time. Woo! I think I might have yelled a little loud in the mic there. Did, Sorry went, to you, our you, audience. Yeah, you went up like an owl. I like that, though, because it's nighttime. I appreciate you throwing me the lob on the it's first It's what time. I do, man. I was so worried in the pregame. <laughs> man. Just so worried I lost it. He was so concerned. I know everybody is on the floor, man. I give people the ball. That's how I roll. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events nearest you with Key Eller. Last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying those tickets. Game time has deals on tickets right until the start of the event. And even hour after it starts, it is not the place. No, 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 no. It is the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, hockey, comedy, theater, and much, much and with zone deals, you pick the section. Game time does the selecting. And guess what you're going to get? Drum roll, Matt Peck. 18% savings. Woo. That's the average of the savings that you're going to get. Cash. So go ahead and hit up game time and save yourself some cash and enjoy the show. 
Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem that code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Because Matthew Peck. What time is it? Give time. Who? He's always ready to shoot. <laughs> always. What time is it? Pivot towards next season. Who? <laughs> uh, just kidding. Four <laughs> games under 500. Here we go. Eight seed within sight. Only way to get to 500 is win the next game. That's the only way you can do it. Woo. Let's get to the next one. Yes, let's. Yes. Um, I, I will. People, some people in our comments are freaking out. I would, for the record, push back on the Barnes being a better starting option. I'm, I'm saying, not saying that you feel that way. If, if maybe you wanted to clarify that, and maybe your assumption would be if that trade happened, you think the Bulls and Billy would lean that way. But I, I tend to agree with people in the comments who think Barnes is kind of eh. meh. And I would rather, especially if they are going to reinvest in him, see those minutes go to Pat. Yeah, oh, every day of my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. I, I want him out there. That's how it goes. Oh. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think they're focused on investing in Pat. Like, I think they want to develop him. That's why they brought in a de- player development coach. Sure. But I just think that winning is more important. And if you are not sure about a guy that you have to pay this year, it would be nice to have a backup option in case you want to mm-hmm. let him walk or you want to trade him for something else. I still yeah. think if winning is more important, then you still start Pat. Like, I don't think starting Harrison Barnes is a better option. I just don't. I don't feel that And way. you also, I mean, you do have Torrey Craig under contract next season as well, right? He's on yeah. a two-year deal? He has a player option. Player option? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm Torrey Craig. I'm going to get on up out of here. Um, Why? He's having a good year. Just enjoying just, himself. Just, you know. How dare he like where he at? <laughs> how, how dare he? I hate it, so I, everyone I, should. I wouldn't be enjoying myself if I were him, you know, other than the millions of dollars. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, oh, uh, shall we get to uh, our Empire Goon of the Night, Dave? Kevin, hit me with it one time in the face, why don't you, sir? Goon of the Night time. Give it to me. What am I giving to I'm I'm confused. This is this is a new segment. Oh, he's of, right. Oh, he, he didn't have it's, the. It's quite yeah, all right. There is a Goon of the Night graphic that we run at this time. Shoot, that didn't is get true. the memo. It's fine. He did not get the memo. That's not your fault. No, it we is don't not blame bad. you for that it's at all. Bad. We blame Will. It's all right. It's okay. But <laughs> just just like Goran Dragic, he did not get the memo. <laughs> 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 but it's okay, ladies and gentlemen. To be gents. the man. No, wait. To beat the man? To gotta, be the man. You gotta beat wow. the man. You gotta beat the man. Awkward. And I am the man. Woo! Woo! Empire today brings us Goon of the Night. Empire today, all they do is floors, 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 no matter what. 588 to 300. Empire. Today. Today. Ooh, yeah, more than that. Kev was ready for that. Well done, sir. All right, well, since you own that, then, Kev, I'm coming to you first, sir. All right. You tell me who is your goon of the night. Andre Drummond, man. Oh, no hesitation. Andre Drummond had a great game. He did. He played well. I, I'm, I'm, I know he's got no bag with the left hand and the post <laughs> and stuff, but his putbacks, his defense, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan. I think teams are going to be calling. 
uh, to look at Andre Drummond. He's, a, he's the exact type of low-risk purchase that a playoff team could acquire mm-hmm. on a low-level deal that you, that you want. And I think that for the Bulls, That's I, good point. I'm, 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 I'm liking the way Drummond's playing, man. He's playing himself onto a playoff roster for sure somewhere. I don't think it's here. Damn. The ninth seed. I like that. Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <Matt Pitt. laughs> um, I think I got to give mine to Kobe. Ooh. I mean, I know, I know you uh, made him the official winner on Friday night. I believe. I believe so. We're playing a yes. lot of minutes. Um, I look. Yes, we got reduction from both of our bigs tonight for a Hornets team that's pretty small, mm-hmm. uh, and that was certainly a key to, key to the win. But Kobe was just making some tough buckets. Mm-hmm. Will touched on it at the beginning of post game the way that we've seen him improve the ways in which he's not only getting to the basket, but finishing through contact at the basket. Mm -hmm. Whether or not he's drawing fouls, I feel like Kobe's strength and aerial balance is just, like, observably significantly better. Uh Uh, And it's really fun to watch him make some of those really tough buckets inside. Aerial balance? Almost as fun as it was to hear you make that variety of nonverbal sounds. Aerial balance, man. I was not ready. Uh, I mean, Kobe's just doing some... Beautifully goonish shit, uh, and he did more tonight. In a game when I hated myself and the team I root for mm-hmm. and hated that I was stuck watching it because I was trash basketball, Kobe was the one who I enjoyed watching occasionally because he did some beautiful stuff tonight. Mm. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Go. I'm going with Caruso oh. for one simple play, which was okay. when he uh, when he, sold when he took that screen and <laughs> sold it so much Good that he God. got the offensive foul. And he's, Beautiful. he started flopping before he even took the contact. That was just a thing of beauty, just a veteran play. And that's the kind of thing that I want to see when I think about goons. Yeah. That's it the kind of thing your best defender does. Invi- I, I, I believe Big Dave awarded him a Golden Globe nice. on the re- on seeing the I replay. I did award him a Golden Globe. My God. Oppenheimer, my ass. <laughs> Y'all seen Caruso sell an illegal screen? Christopher Nolan, get out of here. Oh, my God. Well, need a drum roll from you, sir, if you don't mind. Let's do it. Goon of the night. I had someone different. But as I tell you, this is why I listen to the arguments. <laughs> because I was just swayed. Goon of the night goes to Alex Caruso. Oh! I agree. I completely agree with Will Gottlieb. Wow. That is some goon I shit. Get, I get some goon points for that. Oh, of course <laughs> you do. telling you all <laughs> yes. that? I think I this need is what I hear for you. Yeah. I think I need the Webster's definition of goon. Mm, 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 mm. Well, there are many varieties. Goon means what you want it to mean. Okay. It, yeah. yeah, that's the I'm beauty. Not, of, I'm not being. It's not about the the great the great way you play. Like it's a part of it, sure. Like okay. having a lot of points around is cool, but sometimes some player just does something within the game mm-hmm. that is just that like, can only be why? described as goon. That, shit. that is yeah. some goon shit. Like mm-hmm. watching Daylon Terry last year on the sideline was goon shit. You know what I mean? Just dancing, going yeah. crazy, doing all that stuff. Awesome stuff. Drumming. Yeah, he'll ha- he. I think he leads right now in in goon titles right now. I think he's leading because he definitely has done some goon things. So yeah, or it could be a, something someone has said. Yeah, or Drummond hit him with the two small he did. tonight. He definitely mm. did. There, I, I mean, hey, it's only one can have the title. There are right. many worthy candidates. I'll but again, back. this is why there's 82 games of this because there are many more to give out. Hopefully, because he's only giving out on wins. But I agree with Will. Mm. Oh, heartedly, that was some goonish. And the fact that he's right, I gave the man an award for his acting ability. 
out there. How can I not hand him also the title of goon of the night? Well done, done, Goat. Well done. Proud of you. I feel great about that. <laughs> you get to take that, that belt off. That was the most bullshit. accomplished I've felt all day, and I did a podcast with Tim freaking Legler. Optimistic Bulls fan said Zach Levine is goon of the night for that defensive stop on Scary Terry at the end. Speaking of which, that's why certain people, people supporter Paul Williams among them, upset with the Caruso goon pick because they thought he played bad defense on Rozier tonight, mm. allowing 39 points. I mean... He was cooking. He was cooking. He was cooking, man. Terry Rozier was on it tonight. But, yeah, I give him that love. Shout out to him on that. All right. Uh, we got a couple of Super Chats to get to before we get out of here. Yeah, we, Mr. Got, Wells. Like, we got like five of them. Let's do I'll it, throw baby. It in. Come on with it. Manuel, who said, uh, you guys, we moved to ninth. <laughs> moved to ninth place. Let's go. It's happening. I'm hyped. AF. Let's go, man. Hashtag press the like button. So yeah, I'll, man. Well, so I'll rock with you, man. Hit that thumbs up button. Congrats to the Bulls who moved into sole possession of ninth place in the East. Winning's fun. With that hilarious win over the Hornets. Yay. Better than a hilarious I'm, loss. I'm so stoked. Can you tell how stoked I am? Oh, I can. It's written all over your face. AK <laughs> with a 1999 super chat. Shout out. Saying Bulls seem like they had pockets of rhythm. Zach's value going mm. further in the toilet. Mm. DeMar's ISO <laughs> ill-advised. Yep, agree to that. Uh, 42 points, 25 rebounds from your center position. Teams is not fun to watch unless led by Kobe. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, I, I'm not feeling great about Zach's trade value with these <laughs> games that he's come back and played. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to our man, the Duke. Duke. Threw us a $20 super chat saying, sitting in a dark room listening to Everybody Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> they just showed MJ in a box at the College Football Championship. What? Of course he is. What I'd give to go back to those days. We were winners. I was thin-ish, <laughs> and I didn't have to pee at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Getting old is tough, isn't it, Duke? Man, appreciate you. Oh, I did man. not know that MJ was... Uh, at the with Stephen A. Smith. With Stephen A.? Of course, man. And some other people, but Stephen A. was is the one. a headliner in the yes, box. Yes, yeah. absolutely right. Um, yeah, I mean, More people from everybody hurts as a jam. No shame everybody in listening hurts. to that in the dark if it helps you cope. Sometimes. I'm sure Duke is also in rough shape. We all know Duke is, in addition to being a Bulls fan, a diehard Bears fan. Yes. Uh, I'm guessing was rooting real hard to uh, knock out the Packers at Lambeau yesterday. I'm sure. Didn't get it done. I'm sure. Um, Didn't happen. So it was a tough Monday. It was tough Monday for Chicago sports fans. Go get Caleb. Connor Bedard has a broken jaw and is out for a while. Tough. Tough. I, I, best thing that happened today is the Bulls. The got Bulls this win, won. I guess. That's right. We'll carry today. Uh, AK with another couple super chats saying Kobe got that flickety flick of hair foul move down to Austin Reeves level. His hair flicks for fouls defy <laughs> gravity. Glad he is on the team. Right. <laughs> um, flickety flick of hair. Interesting. That's a new one. I've never heard that before. Uh-uh. <laughs> but I did tell you as like they were coming out to the floor tonight. I thought Kobe's hair looked extra bouncy. Yeah. Well, he's he got a, back he got a cut. Yeah, he got a cut. He's back See home. His beard, beard lined up. Beard is lined up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. He's back Zach, home. Zach had a nice cut too. Maybe they did yeah. it together. Yeah. I am not cut. a fan of Zach's current look. Not I, a fan of the, the fade. fade. Just looks off balance, weird. I, I like know. low. Fade. He's. I do kind of like low fade Zach. Yeah, low fade Zach it was smooth I and I smooth. I think it's good, man. And like aerial, it. you know, just yeah, I like that one. 
Hey, it's uh, not helping him play well. I mean, cut it off. Last AK <laughs> Super Chat. Thank you, AK. Did you guys see Zach put his head down in disgust when Debo didn't pass open to open Vooch or Zach at the end of regulation? I did not see that. I did didn't you guys either. see that? I didn't see it. Who did? Apparently, Zach. Zach put his head down in disgust when DeMar had isoball failure at the end of regulation. Isoball failure. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time we've seen something like that. Yeah. Maybe he was mad. Well, he could have been mad that he were going into overtime. That could have been a thing, too. Could have been the case. None of us were happy about that game going to overtime. No. I was I was happy about winning. <laughs> I was happy about but I did not want to go to overtime. No. There's I didn't want to go there. zero reason yeah. we should still be doing this show because we should have wrapped up five minutes ago because we should have started five minutes ago because the game should not have gone to overtime because the Bulls should have taken care of business in regulation. Every day. I'm mad about five minutes? <laughs> Right now I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to let you roll with that, Goat. Uh, they should have won that game in regulation. Come yeah. on. I'm not yes, arguing Yes, they should have. Yes, they absolutely should have. No absolutely excuse right. to need overtime against that joke of a current You're Hornet right. squad. You're right. You're all NBA players, no offense to you, but <laughs> for fuck's sake. That's embarrassing. Nope. Um, a loss is embarrassing. I mean, I would have laughed my ass Give me the win. Instead of being cranky about this win, I would have been laughing hysterically about a loss. Oh, yeah, because you were ready. Already. I was ready. I was ready. He had his cackle ready. Tear it down. He couldn't wait. Uh, That's it for tonight. Thank you all for tuning in. I know that the college football championship's going on, and you chose to be here. Um, maybe m- multitasking while doing so. We appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up. We appreciate that. We appreciate the super chats, all the chats. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday. Mm. Bulls back in action against the Rockets. Uh, coming back home. Off tomorrow. Off tomorrow. Right. Back in action Wednesday. All and right, actually, that right, Houston right. team is also dealing with some key absences. They've been out, they've been without Dylan Brooks for a minute. They yeah. also are without Tari Eason. Yeah. So we'll see what, what kind of shape that Rockets team is in when they come to the UC on Wednesday. Here we come the Bulls. Pre-game, 6.30 Central Time Got for that you. one. Uh, Have a great rest of your Monday night. Have a great Tuesday. We'll talk to you Wednesday, 6.30. Until then, shout out and thank you to Kevin (laughs) Wells uh, on the controls, being our wonderful producer tonight, filling in for Joseph. Uh, Will to go golly. Follow him for all of his Bulls reporting updates. Will underscore golly. Big Davis at BowBWL Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls, and we appreciate you. We love you. Even you, P. Will supporter. Even you. Talk your shit. I'm not Harrison Barnes supporter. (laughs) (laughs) See you, be good. Peace.